just have to be assertive and it's not a pain to ask for what you want. Yeah. That's like the hardest thing. I'm always like, well, I don't want to put her out by telling her that really I want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. We got to do what we got to do. Got to be like, look, no, it actually kind of matters to us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> um, yeah. Okay. So are we ready to start episode 43? Yes. Okay. I think so. All right. Hi. Hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you should just like get a bunch of our outtakes of just us being weird. <laughs> you know, I've started doing that. <laughs> I think the last couple of episodes, it's us bantering in the beginning, and then the intro, and then us bantering again. People oh, are really like, can they just start talking about the book, please? No, we don't want to. <laughs> we do want to, but we also have to get into it. So, hi. <laughs> Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Aylette. And uh, we're back for episode 43. And welcome one and all. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us again. We're really happy. Or any new listeners, maybe. Yeah. That's fun. That is fun. If you're a new listener and starting on this episode, w- welcome to us. Thank you for joining us. Let us know. And uh, <laughs> let us know how we're doing. Tag uh, us in something of, on Instagram. <laughs> all Tell us all stuff. about it. And you've actually joined us on an episode that's not typically what we do, so... This That's true, fun. actually. Surprise! But before we get into that, I gotta oh. give you a quickie. Mm-hmm. And this is in honor of future me talking <laughs> of our we attendance. We just got back from we Shameless. We just got back from Shameless, <laughs> Orlando, Florida. In a couple months. In time. a couple months. <laughs> actuality, we're not. Actuality is not a word. Actuality. It is not a word. <laughs> in actual real time, as I am speaking and looking at Kalina this very moment, it's not. It is way, way far it's away. July. It's July. But in October, when this comes out, we will have just gotten like, back from Shameless. The day before. Or the yeah, two pretty days close. before. <laughs> pretty close. I'll be uploading this episode ready to produ- or to <laughs> go live. Okay. Ready? Okay. Ready yes. for the quickie? Yes. Quickie. Name all the Disney princesses that you can think of. Go. Uh, Cinderella, Snow White, uh... Mar- Miranda, <laughs> Meridia, Merida, Merida, <laughs> Jasmine, uh, Tiana, Mulan, uh, Ariel, uh, Belle, oh, the Frozen Lady. Uh, <laughs> Anna and Elsa. Anna and Elsa and uh, Moana. Moana, Moana, yes. Oh, didn't they start counting Penelope? Penelope, um, she well, she is a princess. Yes, yes. The um, one from Wreck It Ralph. Yes, Rapunzel. Oh, I never saw that movie. I love that movie. It's cute. Meh. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. I can't. I can't comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are more, but are there? I can't think of any more. Are there? I don't. I well, don't ask you. me. Is your quickie? <laughs> It was my quickie for you. <laughs> well, those are the ones I know. I think you did pretty good. Yeah. Well, good for me. I mean. That's all I know. Yeah. I haven't seen most of those movies, actually. <laughs> I am. I love the Disney princess movies. Yeah. They remind me of how life should not be. Life <laughs> <laughs> should not be like this, guys. <laughs> I mean, I loved them as a characters. kid. I've just Yeah. I love them now. I am a, I'm all about. I love Frozen, and it was the weird yeah. one that I couldn't think of the names for because that's, so that's the one I've most recently seen of I all know. of these. Actually, that's not true. I saw the new Aladdin when it came out. 
I like the new Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I didn't I think I was, was gonna really, like it, but I really like. I it. was prepared to hate it. Yeah. And oh, Nala, Nala's princess. She's from oh, Lion okay. King. The animals count. Animals count. <laughs> um, but I really liked it. I thought that you know, I mean, that's what uh, what's his face, the director. That's what he does is big giant dance scenes yeah. and shit. So. Yep. Like he nailed those. Those were the funnest pieces of mm-hmm. the movie. So yeah, I, I loved. It. I can't wait till the new uh, Little Mermaid comes out. Cool. I'm going to try to go see the new um, Lion King this week. Oh yeah, I want to see the new. I've Lion heard King. good things. It looks, it looks good. pretty good. It looks way good. So anyway, so yeah, Disney because Shameless is at Disney this year. That's so right. Disney World. We will not go to Disney. No. <laughs> is Alice a princess? No. Oh. She's just an LSD mofo. <laughs> <laughs> just, All right. Well, what? Okay. <laughs> we have a special Halloween treat for you guys in honor of the season where normally people go dressed up as our typical paranormal characters, you know, vampires and werewolves and fairies and witches and all of that jazz. This season, as a kind of reverse Halloween, our paranormal characters are going to dress up as just contemporary people. (laughs) Normal human beings. Basically, that's a really long, annoying way of saying, (laughs) we read a contemporary book. (laughs) My first contemporary. Romance. Romance. I mean, you've read other. I mean, okay, can I? Have you read novels? I ha- okay. I've read like the Notebook. Like is that there? You go. Yeah. Is that a thing? Okay. Is it- I mean, that's still a romance. I think actually, it is like it is romance, but it's not. It's, I don't know. I don't read Nicholas Sparks, and that's not- judgmental on my part. But it's, <laughs> it's not sexy romance. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've read it. Mm-hmm. I've I've read Memoirs of a Geisha. You've read novels. Those are novels. Okay, so then I lied throughout this whole. You're just a liar. 43 episodes. <laughs> I've been saying I've never read I mean, contemporary. Contemporary romance. I still like I still actual, question whether you actually have or not. That's what I'm saying. I like actual, actual. I mean, now I have. Those are just contemporary novels. Okay. Well, is Memoirs of a Greaser even contemporary? Mm-hmm. I've it's not read it. You read it. It's a book. <laughs> Did you I read it? I don't know what the different things are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as an avid reader is as it, you. Does it take place in current day? No. Yeah, yes, so it's some not parts of it. I don't um, know. Maybe, I mean, so it's it, a little historical, a little contemporary. Yeah, it's a memoir. It <laughs> kind of goes back and then it comes <laughs> forward. All right, guys, I haven't read it. I don't know. All right, let's just talk anyway, about this one. We read <laughs> <laughs> for our first contemporary on this podcast, perhaps say let's first contemporary <laughs> Who knows? romance. We aren't sure. <laughs> we read <laughs> not sure. The Wedding Party by Jasmine Guillory. And that just came out for us in our timeline, which yes. was a couple months ago. It did. But we were really excited. She had two preceding books in this, not like, I don't want to say full on series per se, but just like in this world, this this universe that she's created, this character verse. She has two books that kind of preceded this one, The Wedding Date and The Proposal. So this is kind of the third and it's uh, the wedding party. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we read. And we want to kind of talk about it and, you know, bring in some of our thoughts about how this is different from paranormal. And what do we like? What do we not like? Where the, where we're going from here? What's yeah. going on? What is happening? What's happening? And we did say on uh, the end of our last episode that we were going to interview her. And we still, at this very moment in time, hope to do that. Perhaps. Perhaps. So who knows? There may or may not be <laughs> an interlude of an of an interview in this episode 
we just gonna... our initial interview was canceled. <laughs> yeah, to... we did meet we Jasmine did meet at her book signing here in Denver, and she was very mm-hmm. nice. Yes. And it was a it was a really fun conversation she had with another uh, romance author, mm-hmm. Alexa Martin. I don't know. No, I just threw that out, guys. I don't know. listen Hoping to that. You shit. weren't gonna say her name because I don't remember it. Um, interception. Look up interception. That's her book. Yep. I don't think you can just type in interception into Google and not get stuff about ta- uh, football. football. Inter- <laughs> I'll get it. Interception. Alexa. Interception. Interception. No, oh, I can't spell you guys. Don't worry. All this shit's coming out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> because you're gonna start over with. Alexa. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I think we probably have like solid. Intercepted is actually. The oh, inter- <laughs> and it is Alexa Martin. I fucking oh, nailed that. <laughs> Maybe I am keeping that shit. You have to keep that whole fucking That's shit. awesome. <laughs> okay. so, like, it's mm. intercepted by Alexa Martin. So Alexa Martin kind of did an <laughs> it, like interviewed and had a conversation with Jasmine about her new book, Wedding Party. Yeah. And so we were there. It was fun. We liked it. We enjoyed it. We were scheduled to interview Jasmine. Fell through. The timing didn't work. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they come back to us and we get to add that to the end of this episode. If not, well, here's our discussion of this book anyway. Because <laughs> we read we it and it was time to do a recording. Yeah. <laughs> so and it was good. It was a good book. We oh, yeah. discuss it. <laughs> well, I love this book. It was great. I And I don't love contemporary romance. So that's saying something. And I have a whole thing I'm going to talk about when nice. we get there. But nice. first, it is Clits Notes time. Clits Notes. So real quick. Basically, Theo and Maddie hate each other. They just don't get along, but because they are both best friends with Alexa, different Alexa than the author. Not not Alexa Martin. (laughs) This is Alexa character in the book. (laughs) They occasionally are forced to spend time together. They have a really bad interaction a couple years back where Theo comes off as a pompous asshole when talking with Maddie and she calls him out and tells him he's a a bastard and uh, Mm -hmm. they just don't get along ever since. So... They're at a birthday party and they run into each other. And for some reason, this one night, things are a little bit different than they have been. They still don't really like each other. Mm-hmm. They're still sniping at each other and quips, but you know, they're a little bit, there's a little tinge to them. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, they end up hooking up. Oh no, ground rules. <laughs> Let's not talk about this. It's never happening again. 10 months later, it happens again. <laughs> A couple months later, it happens again. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Fuck it. We just have to own this. We're going to keep hooking up because now their best friend Alexa is getting married. Mm-hmm. And they're both in her wedding party. Mm-hmm. Maddie is a bridesmaid and Theo is a Bride's bridegroom. Bride- Bridesman. They kind of go, okay, we're going to see each other all a lot as we plan this wedding. We just need to acknowledge that we're going to hook up. And we're going to keep it a secret from Alexa. We're never going to tell her. We're going to just not date. We're just having sex casually at each other's houses. And it's going to end when the wedding happens. And then we're just going our separate ways to never, ever do this again. We can go back to hating each other. We're just going to get it out of our system. Yeah. Well, that's not how things go. Sex (laughs) is so much more complicated than that. Sex and emotions and relationships and spending time together, Mm -hmm. developing a interests realizing that maybe snap judgments you've made about people are not <laughs> correct <laughs> or that people can learn from mistakes and grow over time and really discovering that person's true colors i mean whether or not you had a different view of them when you first met them that may not be the who the person they really are i mean it was like almost the first 
question interchange between the two that made Maddie decide that she hated the other. Yeah. And to never give a person a chance after that is like, yes, okay. it really was. That's intense. He'd questioned her, um, her job, her which, profession. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you're a fucking dick. I hate you. And then that was it. That was the end of it. That was the end. So of it. naturally, over the course of the book, uh, it's like the, a whole summer. They keep hooking up and falling kind of for each other and struggling to figure out what the hell is happening, like why they feel this way. And, you know, yeah. but also like each one putting up their own roadblocks to kind yes. of like prevent the other one from knowing that they're starting to feel this way. Finding excuses as to, oh, I'm feeling this way because of this or I'm feeling this way because of that when really you should just accept that the way you feel is the way you feel. Exactly. And then naturally right before the wedding, they break up. <laughs> they have a huge fight and you stop do. talking. You have to have a climax. Absolutely. Yes. So then you're living on pins and needles because you're like, oh, God, they can't ruin the wedding. I know. And uh, then there's a nice uh, scene where they get back together and they hash it out. Yes. Alexa locks them in a closet. <laughs> she knows Fuck the yeah, whole time. she knows. She knows the whole time. They're trying to keep it from Alexa. The one person they don't want to know about it mm-hmm. fucking knows about it. Of course. Your two best friends. Yes. Are of all of course. a sudden seeing each other and you're like, uh, yeah, I can uh, tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we fucking know. You're not that sneaky, bitches. You are not. So that's the wedding. That's it. I, we, yeah, we've nailed it. <laughs> Good job. Good job, us. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What? Well. You know, what I, are you thinking? What are your thoughts? I think... I think for my first contemporary, this was really good. I'm just, you know what, people? I'm just going to fucking say this is my first contemporary. We now declare it to be fact. It's fact. Jasmine, thank you for writing this book. We loved it. I enjoyed this so much as like a normal, I I had to take that step down from the extra fantasy Mm -hmm. of fake supernatural creatures Mm -hmm. to regular human beings. And I loved it because sometimes the emotions, they just seem so much more real. Absolutely. Because there is no (laughs) magical factor about it. And while I think some people do think that love is like fake or magical or whatever, the relationship that builds between Maddie and Thea were so real, so emotional, you really do feel a part of this group. I This was like when I was reading Harry Potter. I felt like I was part of that trio, Mm -hmm. even though that would have made four. I get it. I understand. I know numbers. But I also felt like I was a real big part of this book. I actually felt like Maddie was my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And while I didn't get to talk to her about this kind of stuff, it was her explaining to me how she was feeling about Theo. Yeah. And the same with Theo. I felt like Theo was my friend and he was like going through these emotions and I wanted to reach out and say, dude, just accept it. Although Theo was the one that was accepting it more, I think, than Maddie was. Absolutely. Because at some point he was just like, fuck it, let's just, Alexis, let's just tell her. Or like, why is that such a big deal that we don't get he to let Alexa know? less of a hang up on, yeah. on people finding out and then Alexa or then Maddie did. Yeah. And then that caused him more issues because he felt like it was about him. Like she didn't want to tell people because she was ashamed or embarrassed. Of being with him. Of being with him. Mm -hmm. And so that caused trouble. But he wasn't as bothered by it. And I think that one of the things that is so well done in this books, uh, in in this book, (laughs) this one I assume in the previous two as well, which we haven't read yet, but I assume it's done well there too, is that the characters are so fleshed out and real. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, I think, I think in the past, the contemporary books that I have read, I have not liked because the characters have not felt real, but they're not fake like vampires. Like, it's easy for me to read 
like a not great paranormal romance because mm-hmm. like if the characters don't feel real in that it's okay they're fucking not real anyway they're unicorns <laughs> they're unicorns and dragons and vampires right. and werewolves and shit it's okay that they may not have complex emotions because <laughs> they're not real <laughs> they're not and so i can kind of look past things that would bother me in a book you know in those mm-hmm. i can look a little bit you know i can give them more leeway because i'm like you're dealing with things that we can't we maybe that is exactly how vampires would be we don't it's, know we don't know but i don't give that much slack to contemporary because i'm like fucking you know what humans are like mm-hmm. that's you know and i haven't ever like i've read some contemporary where i'm just like i've never met a person like that in my life <laughs> like these are completely bullshit characters oh yeah and it frustrates me and it makes it harder for me to read and that's why i don't read a lot of them Mm -hmm. but this one was not like that at all because these characters every single one of them is like i know that person i'm half that person i'm half that person and i've met them all and they're my friends Mm -hmm. and like literally everyone in the book is exactly someone who is easily identifiable as a real person and with real character traits and flaws and and you know positives and everything so she's freaking great at that that was amazing and then, yeah, like you said, it felt like because they were keeping it a secret, which one, you know, made it all hot and steamy for them, but also did make their lives harder because they had no one to go to for advice. It did feel like they were coming <laughs> to us. Right. Like as the reader, yeah. we're like, oh, she's telling me all yeah, about just, this. Confide in me. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> because she can't tell, you know, she can't tell Alexa, the one person she would normally tell everything about yep. this kind of relationship to. She can't tell and so she's telling us. And that yeah. made, like, really brought you into the book. I read it all in one night. <laughs> I stayed up way too fucking late <laughs> on a date I did not need to stay up late for and read the whole fucking book. Later than you normally do. Yeah. Way later. I mean, I go to bed at, like, 9. I am an early to bed person. Holy shit. I may be in my bed at 9. I am in my bed at 8. <laughs> oh, my God. That's when the boys go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I and know. I am, like, doing other shit. Until maybe 11, and no. then I'm in bed f- until, t- and then I fall asleep around 2. I'm no. terrible to myself. Yeah, but I get up at 5. So if I did that, I'd <laughs> die. Do, that's true. You do wake up way earlier than I do. <laughs> so, all of these are unhealthy behaviors. Don't go to bed at Don't, <laughs> don't listen to it. <laughs> don't, don't follow do my rules. But it was, I really appreciated how relatable these characters were. I think the other thing, too, that made it so relatable and enjoyable is that like Theo even as like a man he wasn't overly masculine and he wasn't overly prideful the only thing like he is a stickler for organization Mm -hmm. and he's really good at his job and he may be a little bit uptight about that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. um, he's really set in ways but he's not like so much of our paranormal books you get that over masculinity well you get the alpha yeah almost all of them are alpha and they get very um they're the leader of the gang or the pack or the crew or the whatever Mm -hmm. and they're you know warriors half like almost every one of them has to fight for a living yeah yeah and yeah it can't sometimes you're just like oh yeah turn the masculinity down just a little bit down just ratchet that back a bit there were a lot of (laughs) scenes between maddie and theo's brother ben where they had conversation together or with carlos or with drew with any of those guys and theo wasn't in the background like you better not be fucking there was no jealous bullshit bullshit. i mean at one point there was one line where when they were laying down the rules where Theo was like, my one rule is 
uh, don't sleep with other people while we're doing this. Sure. Yeah. Like, I don't want to share. That's legitimate. <laughs> and that's a completely reasonable thing to ask. That's reasonable. Of somebody that you are having sex with, don't sex other people because we're technically sexing each other. If like, we're then, sexing each other. And you sex someone else, then I'm, I'm sexing that person. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> sex anybody else. <laughs> I mean, that's we're going to sex each other. Mm-hmm. You can obviously so that, say no if you want to sex other people. That's and, fine. You know, he asked it once, brought it up once. It wasn't a big demandy, grotesque right. thing. It mm-hmm. was just a, hey, this will be exclusive yeah. for the time that it lasts. I loved Theo. He was my, he's like my spirit animal. I feel so connected to him in a sense that like he's so organized. He doesn't like to leave any unread emails in his inbox. Or not is, even just unread. He just like doesn't leave there, any emails in which there. Is, oh. God. I know I have no I have <laughs> ever I my boss is so amazed that I only have ever in my inbox like two, three yeah, two, two or three, three. Mm-hmm. and those are things that I need to follow up on yep I That's have an active, there. active 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 put them away put everything away. else put is away. in <laughs> fucking folders so I exactly I go to other people in the office's oh. outlook and it is like 700 emails in their inbox and I'm like how do you live your life what, how are you even working <laughs> what world are you living my in boss is that like, that is a functioning inbox she's like oh I got my emails down to 600 I'm like no why how does that even happen your computer is going to just break because that's oh. insane <laughs> what she doesn't do is put shit on her desktop though that I think drives me more crazy than anything else is the I documents think, on I the think desktop. I think I'll write them email first but then that (laughs) short second is shit on your desktop because mine's never full but i always have like the there's the programs are for me on this is boring (laughs) the programs are on the right side (laughs) of the screen (laughs) and then on the left side i always have like things that i'm actively working yeah that i don't want to put into a drive that makes it you harder for me to get to. For. Yeah, and then you they and go the away. Same. Yeah, <laughs> but that sometimes they can they can build up a little bit, but sure. then they go back. And then but it's good. But I mean, we're talking about this because I th- we feel like this is how Theo would be because mm-hmm. he also loves spreadsheets, which Jasmine mentioned herself. She finds her herself a little bit in each so one of her. People keep hurting. Yeah, this is freaking me. Out. Really, keep looking. Do you need a scoot over? <laughs> I'm sorry. I will put up a sign that says "Do not Stop look." Stop looking at us. We are not Stop a zoo. Looking at Kalina. Okay, they're gone now. They're gone. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> handle it. So I'm like, why are you looking at us? But this yeah, is a real fun conversation. The, <laughs> but uh, this is where we're relating to. We're getting back to the book, okay? Because even Jasmine is like, she sees herself in different points and different of different characteristics of her characters. And she's really organized and loves spreadsheets like Theo does. So that's them. Well, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> simple things like that. But also what I really liked about Theo and what struck a chord with me is his and it's never used. The term's not used in the book, but it's what it is, is imposter syndrome, like where you feel like you've somehow made it accidentally. Like he is the press secretary for the mayor of San Francisco mm-hmm. or uh, Berkeley. Sorry, Berkeley, just part across the bay. And he hasn't done that accidentally. He's put in the work and he continues to put it in. But everything, he still feels like somehow one one like, mistake, one, mm-hmm. and it's all going to fall down because, and I have that so intensely, like mm-hmm. that I feel like someday someone's going to come in and just be like, what are you doing? You don't know anything about your job. <laughs> you were a total fraud. And I'll be like, oh, no. <laughs> I've been doing my job. For 11 fucking years, I'm not a fraud. But somehow I still feel like I might be somehow 
an impo- it's called imposter syndrome, sure. and it happens a lot to successful people who just don't know why <laughs> or like well, don't feel like they it, should be or it's the people that have earned their spot in that mm-hmm. and, the, and they have worked like a dog to get up there mm-hmm. like you didn't just work there for 11 years for nothing no. theo <laughs> didn't start like he started as well i don't know what he started as but i'm sure he started as like a, a little like yeah. lower in the totem pole and then made himself go up and so he earned that spot so what it is it means a lot more and you try to hold on to it and try not to fuck up as much because you've earned that spot whereas sometimes people just come in and take the managerial spot and then all of a sudden i don't know if that's a word yeah and, managerial is oh good um <laughs> without mm-hmm. without having to work for exactly. it. Exactly. And so like they don't I mean not that they don't have anything to lose but it just to me I feel like it would mean something different. So yeah, he yeah. worked hard to get to where and he's so at. And so he's constantly like afraid of, you know, messing up or mm-hmm. like when something goes wrong on the job. He's hard on himself. He's very hard on himself about it. He yeah. assumes it's all his fault. He takes complete responsibility for everything and and I think that that's part of like what's really fun to see as their characters grow because I think he almost immediately knew that what he had said to Maddie when they first met was he'd said it wrong and he didn't mean it but they just never had a chance after that like she shut him down hard yeah and that was the end of that for that you know and Mm -hmm. so I actually don't know that he hated her yeah, it's kind of hard to tell because he did he did explain like, well, I said something a little pretentious to her in the beginning, and then all of a sudden she's like, she didn't give me a chance to yeah work from that, and so it, it felt more like he just didn't know her and wasn't you know and just was like, oh okay, I, I don't have an option, like I just she's right. never going to talk to me normally, so yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I don't know how and many people guys mm-hmm. I've met that have maybe not particularly like offended me or anything like that, but are so pretentious in what they say that I'm just like. Um, okay. And I'm I'm done with that conversation too. Oh, and I won't have anything to do absolutely. with them. Absolutely. So I'm while we know Theo as a character, so of mm-hmm. course we're seeing his side, but from Maddie's point of view from their first interaction, I'm with Maddie on this, you know? Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying she's she's wrong. Right. Because it does happen and mm-hmm. especially I think for her being a stylist mm-hmm. and is just, you know, a, something you're constantly defending. Her she's constantly defending her job and mm-hmm. you know, it's not something people see as a real job. Like, oh, you dress people, you know, it's like what what value added is there to that? Do you know how many times in this book I sat here and wished Maddie was a real person <laughs> and that she was my friend and could dress me? Oh, my God. I, I want I'm like, someone I to dress me. I desperately need someone to tell me what to wear. <laughs> so much. I don't know how many Google searches I have. I'm there for like petite, larger person. Like, I just I need somebody to dress me for my body type. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just so short. I know. I'm so short and I need help. So it's just like, I need a Maddie in my life. Also, I hate shopping with a fucking fiery passion. (laughs) And so if somebody just like showed up at my house or I went to their studio and they had already bought all of the clothes for me and I just had to pick the ones I wanted to take home. Oh my God. Ah, Jesus, please. Yes. And she was good at it. She She made people look good and feel good about themselves. And I I just, yeah, no, she's a great character. I enjoyed those little scenes in there when she had her clients come in and she was dressing them. I was like, oh, I really want something like that. And I'm obviously it's a real thing. I'm sure it is totally a real people do that. But one, I couldn't afford it. But two, I just like it's I don't know. I loved I love the successes of all of the characters in this book. They all had good professions they all had they weren't just like they were all in their 30s i really appreciated their ages they weren't on hard times or anything like that of course Mm -hmm. they had backstories but just the character building even though this is the third book and there are intermittent characters in all three books well 
that's kind of hard. You guys are just going to have to read all of it to understand that whole dynamic. So, <laughs> and and I'm sure that obviously she's got great ratings for the other ones. So we would highly recommend those as well. So, yeah. but well, yeah, I totally fell in love with this story. I loved the characters. They were just so much fun. So for me, it was, uh, while it was not our normal vampires and werewolves mm-hmm. and immortal guardians, that extra step or that step back into the mm-hmm. real world was awesome yeah it, I loved it. It, it was it was uh, this is a good one to do i think because it really is well done and yeah. it, it feels real and the characters are pretty fucking cool also the characters are like showing you a textbook example of how to be adult in an adult relationship they were so mature about everything <laughs> and i mean they had their moments where sure. yeah where you let your ego get in the way of something and you you take offense mm-hmm. and you know when like like when they broke up you know it was just both of them trying to protect themselves mm-hmm. and it was a, you know really small but it blew up into a big thing and you can see how like it's just example of like this is going to happen. This, these kind of things happen in relationships. But if you're real and adult about it mm-hmm. and you just be honest with the other person. I mean, it just was their their makeup discussion in the closet. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking like print that out verbatim and like save it for any argument I might have to have. So I or like not an argument, but like anytime I have to apologize for something. Yeah. Just like this is like step by step how to do it, how to be like I made a mistake. It was accountability. I did that, you know, like yeah. this is on me. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have did it. I'm sorry that you felt ba- like that I hurt you. You know, taking responsibility, taking account of it, like just all of it was so fucking beautiful. And I was like crying. It was so good. I was like, this is how people need to react to each other, interact with each other. It was an AAA process inside that closet. Mm-hmm. It was accountability, apology and acceptance mm-hmm. in that whole thing. And it was so beautifully written, the dialogue between the both of them. And they were both taking like they both each took their turns mm-hmm. for all three of those steps. It was so well written. And, and it was like, needed. It was definitely I want to make like everyone read that. Everyone young read it and be like, listen up. This. this is how relationships can be. Don't yes. get into some bullshit. No. Don't, Drama crap. Don't let the dramatics of whatever you see on TV. Yeah. Tell you that this is how relationships you, right. have to be. That's yeah. not how they have to be. It's not healthy. You can do things like this and, yeah. and it's healthy and it, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, sometimes you don't want to say it because you're like, my ego is too invested in Mm -hmm. me not being wrong in this situation. But guess what? It's much better to just own it and be like, you know, I was wrong. And and your ego is going to be fine. I promise you that. It is so. (laughs) Your ego is so cool. It's fine. It's so liberating to be able Mm -hmm. to get that type of emotions off of your shoulders. Mm -hmm. It just makes you such an ugly, like it's such an ugly feeling inside your gut. Oh, it hurts so much. It does. Yeah. Everything feels so much worse. And you drag it out for so much longer. Yes. Then if you just are like, I'm sorry, (laughs) like this is where I fucked up and it's all my fault yeah and then you don't feel bad anymore and you don't have to worry about it no i will say that i mean they were both doing it so obviously that helps you have to have that true (laughs) that true communication and be willing to talk through it with your partner and be able to get both sides of it whereas i know some people are like well i try that with them and they're just not willing to do it i know people like that absolutely and that is harder but at least you have been able to express that part of yourself and then hopefully you'll be able to work it out Mm -hmm. obviously it's not always going to work out but this was such a responsible graceful way well it was and i think it's a good way to look at like if it happens multiple times and you keep trying and it's you're not getting the same response Mm -hmm. the other person's not growing into that development then maybe that's a sign 
It's a huge fucking sign. It might be a little bit of a red sign uh, <laughs> that says you're ready to be a mature adult and they're not quite there yet. Right. Look, or maybe I they just don't want to for you or maybe, you know. Right. Or themselves. Yeah. Some people just don't have that within themselves. If they don't know or understand or love themselves enough, then they won't be able to do that. And unfortunately, that's just how it is. And yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's a it's it really is it's a good prime example was, of how oh, to make up. I just up. loved it so much. Yeah, all the sex was good too. Oh, I'm so, sorry, I just said that. No, the <laughs> sex. Okay, you guys, this is great. So so good. So uh, of course, when you start first reading these books, if you're reading for the purpose that we're doing, we want the good, great sex that's happening in all of these novels. You get that in this book, but the first scene <laughs> between Maddie and Theo, it's just like kissy kissy, turn page next day, and it's like whoa. And they had sex. Uh, you just don't. You get don't it. get the intimate scenes now during because Jasmine's book signing. It she was does explain it. Chapter two. It was chapter two. She doesn't <laughs> want to give you, bam, a great like like you don't sex get right off the bat a hundred percent sex descriptive in shit. chapter two yeah because <laughs> that's that's front-loaded most of these books as you've you know heard from other episodes we've done like most of the oh. romances it's a gradual build to yeah. sex at towards the end of the book yeah middle or end but this was because <laughs> because maddie and theo have known each other mm-hmm. there wasn't that relationship building and this was just a like drunken birthday party sex that she was like okay i'm gonna Mm-hmm. show you but i'm not gonna tell you i'm gonna close that door and we'll wake up the next morning yeah but every scene thereafter it increases we got a little bit more it and because they keep having sex yes every they couple do. of months oh my god yes until they finally they just have a lot of sex one night <laughs> <laughs> and each time she increases the explanation and gives us a the little details. bit more details and a finger here and a tongue there, a kiss there. Oh, my God. It was so brilliantly written. Mm. I loved it because I, I will admit when I first got to that first scene, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get any like <laughs> true fucking in this. No, wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> you get it and you get it good till the very end. Oh, yeah. It is so good. Do you have a favorite scene? Um. Okay. So we have the birthday, we have the town hall, and then I mean there were a the engagement. Oh, I think it was the yeah. engagement party. There's the engagement party. I think that one was my favorite. Okay, mine was the desk. The desk. Oh, okay. God damn oh, it. Oh man, that one was so fucking hot. That was hot, but I was an emotional wreck because I totally <laughs> understand like the spiral. Like, okay, so she had a really bad. Job interview. Job interview so, kind so, of thing. Sort of. They she, thought it was good. She, she had a good bad. one, but she felt bad about herself. Right. She didn't like the person she'd portrayed for this interview she was going out for. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a TV thing. She was trying to be, you know, on TV d- dressing people. And she wanted to be better than what she portrayed. She portrayed kind of like an old bitchy Maddie that she's mm-hmm. been working on, like, fixing. Kind of fixing. Um, it's kind of her, it's, it's her armor. And that's what we learned throughout the book is she really just wants all of her past relationships. She She's felt like she's just been this bitchy Maddie and no one sees the real Maddie. And we see through this, you know, time with Theo that he's actually like he knows her. Yeah, he's bringing it out. He's learning her and the real Mm -hmm. her. And that's why she loves it so much and wants to keep it secret because she doesn't feel real because no one's ever done that before. Right. But anyway, so she has a bad interview. She doesn't feel very good about herself. And so she kind of just has a spiral of a day Mm -hmm. where she like storms into his office at City Hall (laughs) and is like, let's have sex on your desk and like shuts his door and strip teases for him and he's just like no oh, I can't do 
that. This is City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, there was teasing about that, like prior to when they'd have in, yeah. in their sessions or their times together, they teased about um, her going to his workplace and like fucking on his desk. And of course, it's always a really good fantasy. If like, uh, why not? We, it men- it, we like mentioned so much it in fun. a previous episode that that. Is the thing that we wanted. I wanted. I wanted to have sex with my dad. Oh, no. I actually think I remember that. <laughs> I said that at some point. I swear no, I you said did. that at some point. You did. I don't remember. I mean, obviously of... not during the day while other people are there. I you wanted to be like an evening. Mention that. Yeah. Like a go and in, go into my office yes. after everyone's left kind of thing and have sex with my desk. I remember exactly. I'm I totally remember. about desk sex. Oh, yeah. I'm desk. all about it. sex. That's De- a hard word. Dex. Desk. Desk. Sex. Sex. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, he calms her down because at, like, at this point, she's because she's a little delirious. She just had a bad day. She's, she's spiraling. Crying. And then she, so she explains her day. He takes her back to his apartment. Well, she doesn't really. She just he realizes what the day is, that it was an interview. But she doesn't oh, tell him right. anything about it. Yeah, tell him that. No. But he does. He kind of he puts it together. Yeah, he does. He, he, he's he, intuitive. He, yes. This fucking guy is yes. the best. He's the best. God, I, damn it. I love you. And so he calms her down and he gets he's like, to, I can leave for the day. Mm-hmm. Let's go home. I can do a phone call from home. Yep. Let's go back to my place. Relax. If you want to talk. And then. Oh, this was he says. Beautiful. I actually highlighted this sentence. Let me I loved it. that he said this. It was one of the best. It was seriously one. Oh, no, not this. so good. Okay, so, but really, do you want me to listen or do you want advice? I can do either one, but I don't want to be that pretentious asshole. We both know I can be who'll butt in with advice when it's not necessary or wanted. Oh my god! Oh my god! Thank you. Who says that? Like, what guy would ever fucking say that? I don't know, but it's so fucking good. That is so... That is... Everything about this book is adulting. <laughs> it's so it's adulting! It's such a mature thing to say. And, and that like, is... Because a lot of the times when you are ranting about shit, you don't want advice. Right. You just need to say shit. Just need to bitch. And so the person you're saying it to will... Like, I mean, a lot of... You want to jump in with advice. I get it. Uh, you know, as a listener, I've been there where we... <laughs> You and I, <laughs> you know, you can give advice to somebody <laughs> until you're fucking blue in the face. They don't fucking want and it. They will. No, you they find out that. Know. And so then you have to just step back and realize that all you're supposed to do is listen, is listen mm-hmm. and acknowledge what mm-hmm. they are saying. Yes. And that's what they need right then. Yeah. And that's all. And that's fine. And sometimes when they ask a question, it's totally. It's like rhetorical. They don't want to fucking they answer. Don't answer them. Don't answer them. Or take Special. my approach and make fun of every fucking thing because <laughs> it doesn't, like, it's so, I don't want to say that other people's problems are so minuscule or frivolous, but uh, sometimes it's just too silly to take serious. But uh, That's anyway, all personal, guys. That's personal. Real that's inside. way personal. <laughs> don't make fun of your friends if they're super sensitive but if they live in new orleans and have a boyfriend who won't have sex with them then you can talk about it that's not what we're talking about i mean that's what we're talking about we're talking about she totally but anyway the boyfriend thing is not usually the things we're talking about no 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 no. that's we don't make fun of that shit no there's a whole slew of shit that but she never wants our advice. She just never. wants to bitch at this. No, she totally wants it. She wants to be cryptic. <laughs> bitch about being cryptic. And then, that, I mean, really, that's all she wants to do. <sighs> we just have to listen. That's all she needs from us. But anyway, so uh, for him to, to say that to her in such a sweet, 
way, I'm here for you no matter how you need me, is yep. what he said. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I to love like you. acknowledge that part of her problem with him in the beginning was his pretension. Right. Like talking down to her and mm-hmm. telling her things that she already knew, you know? So. I just, yeah, he, fuck, as soon as I read that, I was just like, God damn it, that's good. I know, that's so good. (laughs) And then that leads on to then, well, he's like, well, you know. um, Oh, that's right. Let's finish this Then it gets real fun. That we, he's like, I have have a a desk desk at home. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this on the desk. And super clean, super like finicky Theo throws all his shit, which I think they said was a plant included, (laughs) off of the desk onto the floor. And I was like, no, the plant. (laughs) Don't knock a plant to the ground. I was like, fuck you, plant. Yes, let's do this. Oh my God. I just pictured it all. Just everything just shoved like loud crashing. I know. And it made me, oh, it made me hurt. God, I just I love when fingers get into descriptions. I don't know why, but it just juices me up. <laughs> it is just the best. And uh, yeah, you guys got to read this part. But it's just it's so good. He swept that. he swept plants off of the desk. <laughs> there are plants on the floor, guys. There's there. That's fine. I think. No, they're not. They're not okay. They're they're good. They're not okay. <laughs> There's dirt down there now. A lot of things have to <laughs> no, be cleaned up. <laughs> So I think that's probably why it wasn't my favorite because I think I got upset about the plants. Oh my god, you're hilarious! <laughs> that is so funny. I don't have any plants on my desk at work. We can throw all that shit to the ground and it won't. It'll be fine. It's all papers. Oh but my no god! Plants. Don't knock plants my desk off. would fall apart. It's the most rickety piece <laughs> yeah, don't of have shit. Sex on your desk. No. Um, also, or now with all the new standing desks. <laughs> <laughs> don't have sex on those <laughs> that seems dangerous <laughs> i have a standing desk yeah but oh i just got some ideas <laughs> moving on yeah <laughs> so yeah but yeah that was my favorite scene i i really i really like enjoyed it i liked the engagement party because they hadn't done it in a while i think it'd been a couple months and they were just like flirting and like he stopped her in the closet and you know they made out secretly in the back and Mm -hmm. this and that and then they had a funny like okay how are we going to get out of here together without it being suspicious kind of thing I Mm -hmm. just fucking well I think maybe we (laughs) should explain (laughs) (laughs) that maybe part of why this is an extra extra (laughs) fun thing for Kalina (laughs) like this is almost exactly my current relationship (laughs) (laughs) how it started so true where uh, Patrick and I thought we were really sly and cool and no one was gonna know about it (laughs) well I don't know that I ever thought I was that cool but (laughs) But I was, like, going to make it a secrety thing. Like, let's just not make a deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not tell everyone. It would be weird because there, there was a friends group in, situation involved. And yeah. I was just like, okay. The and ma- it just happened. The main concern is who gets you in the divorce. That's all it is. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, you guys weren't as good as you guys thought you were. No. So <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. While we all knew it was going to happen, <laughs> it was inevitable. You guys were pants away from fucking each other in front of us okay all you had to do was take your pants off and it would have been done um dan and i did have to go home early that night 
but I mean, it took us to like a, a couple of days later where we were like, so, <laughs> and Emily and we were like, yo, <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, okay. But then we didn't talk. <laughs> for like a year a or year. two. A year. A year. A year. Well, I told you maybe six, seven months later. You told us on our very first recording day. I did, because I knew it was going to eventually come up and I was going to be like, had to. <laughs> It was. Um, so this time I had sex recently with somebody <laughs> you don't know, psychic. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, tell you about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. And I then I still didn't tell Emily. No. I don't even know when I told Emily. It was m- even longer. It was even It was much longer. I was just like, Marna's not going to tell her. She doesn't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one who told me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Which leads to, I mean, Alexa knew the whole time. Yeah, Alexa that, knew. The, so the yeah. whole big secret the whole time was not a big secret because guess what, guys? <laughs> You're not so fucking slick. I found you out later not very slick. that I was not super sly, <laughs> that people knew what was going on. And every and time we hung out, we'd have sex. And also, the people who cared about you most didn't well, care about, like, you could, I also like, who cares? We were having sex at Emily's house. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> which I don't think helped. <laughs> Me being secret, sly, and no one finding out. <laughs> yeah, that did not. Uh, that did not help you. Because we just uh, get situation. too drunk and then we just stay mm-hmm. at her house in the extra bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. So dumb. Two drunk adults who <laughs> flirt all the time. So I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I felt a very strong affinity for this novel. <laughs> In that I saw myself personally. Oh, bye bye, Mike. <laughs> don't, my, don't hit the mic away. Mike ran away from me. Um, in all of these these characters, because I was like, this is how this shit happens. I thought of you the whole time. Absolutely. I was like, yeah, she fucking thinks she's sly. She is not. No. And I am oblivious to a lot of things. Mm. Things just kind of like, they happen in front of me, not to cheese point, but sometimes a lot of stuff just kind of like happen in front of me and I don't notice it, but... <laughs> I noticed this one. Well, yeah, we weren't. We weren't. I don't even. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't. I mean, like, it, it wasn't that you didn't want us to know because you didn't want us to not want it to happen. It no. was just you guys just wanted to be private about your relationship, right? Not. Um, we didn't ever talk about it, so this is weird. I don't know what his <laughs> instance. I don't actually know his thoughts on this at all. My personal <laughs> feelings were that uh, I didn't want to mess up. Like he's Ryan's only friend. Yeah, and so. Like and when we hang out at six it, and it makes sense and it's mm-hmm. you know it's easy and so I was just was like whatever happens it has to stay the same yeah like this can't become a thing that and and it didn't necessarily start out just like Maddie and Theo where it was like oh I just was horny and drunk one night yeah and I was like well I want sex <laughs> 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 with no thoughts to this like being a thing I was just like well this would be easy <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you don't care you know he's shrugging right now I also he's he not does listening. not listen <laughs> i hope well okay. i don't know he's Hi, welcome to listen if he wants it's you know whatever he could have no things but um yeah it wasn't even that i thought you guys would disapprove or even approve or anything i wasn't i was more just like if we don't talk about it and then it just like goes bad mm-hmm. then we can just pretend it didn't happen right <laughs> we can just like buck up and be cool like yeah and not well because he had dated uh 
another friend another of friend of emily's and then they broke up and, and that was then really they like can't see each other anymore or something just, like well it's more he, her i think yeah, he doesn't have a problem with her with it. but it's it's, it's harder for her mm-hmm. yeah which is that's fine it happens I mean, it happens yeah i but, don't hang out with any exes of mine so but that puts emily in a bad position exactly and that's not and I, what, that's not what you want to do that was, that was not what i wanted right. and i had heard that there had maybe been a point where she said I was off limits. <laughs> so yes, oh, I remember this conversation. <laughs> this did happen, where, where we were all very uh, Emily more so than any of us. We were all very protective of Kalina and said, I mean, she pretty much said Kalina's too good for you. You can't fucking touch her. She is off limits. You cannot do the sex with Kalina. <laughs> Not happening. Which is like, guys, that no one's too good for anyone. That's some bullshit. <laughs> But so I yeah so I was aware because that had just happened like the year prior mm-hmm. and had kind of caused some you know because they the four of them would hang out yeah and now they couldn't now and they so can't. I was just like mm-hmm. and yeah they still don't mm-hmm. and I'm like well that is never I'm never gonna let this be a thing because right. I don't want to affect Emily's life because this is her husband's friend mm-hmm. and her friend I mean she's really close to yeah. Patrick too yeah. so I just was like okay. So I, since I didn't know what it was and it wasn't a thing, it was just a thing that happened. And I was like, that's why. I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm not talking, I'm not owning up to this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Until I see what happens and how this goes. Yeah. Well, it's coming up on three mm-hmm. years. So Three years, yeah. I think you're okay now. <laughs> I think we're fine. <laughs> well, and it's, it's just like in this book where it kind of slowly just becomes, you know, a thing. Like you didn't really set it down. Mm-hmm. You know, we never sat down and had like long discussions about what this is or isn't or you know whatever and mm-hmm. it's really i think i think it's exactly what maddie was getting out of this and out of her relationship with theo in the book um i have actually another quote there were so many fucking quotes in this guy like, there were good lines in this so book. many lines so many good lines that you just should read it because because we can't read this book to you we can't <laughs> that would be like violating all kinds of copyright <laughs> things but i can read another quote i think so she says She'd known their relationship was too good to be true. She'd known no actual relationships were that comfortable and easy. She'd known they were heading for a bad ending. She'd been right all along. I fucking highlighted that one too, dude. Yeah, that fucking is a great I line. Fucking, that, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I highlighted that same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and you know, it's what I found with Patrick is it was just easy. Like mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of, you know, pressure for it to move in any direction or go a certain way. We both have our lives. They are running parallel or whatever, but not being too crazily mixed. You mm-hmm. know, neither one of us are on some giant path for marriage or kids or right. anything that honestly, as a woman in my mid thirties dating you either meet people who are like assume that you're just waiting to get married yeah or you know i don't know it can be a lot of crazy shit so it was really easy and that's what maddie found with theo and so she didn't trust it because of how easy it was yeah it freaked her the fuck out relationships are normally annoying and and i have to be fake and i can't be my real self and i'm being easy and myself with him and so Mm -hmm. i knew it had to had to end yeah but instead it doesn't it it made her uncomfortable that's funny i highlighted it for a different reason okay i highlighted it because i don't feel that way about relationships i don't i mean prior to my relationship with my husband with dan i always felt like relationships were a little bit easy however I think that I looked at them with a like a handful of salt, not just a grain <laughs> of salt, but like because I wanted it to mean a lot. I wanted it to be special and I wanted it to be something that actually meant something. 
I don't think relationships are. I think if you have reservations about how you feel about somebody or being in a situation with somebody, then then it can get hard. Mm-hmm. If there's a block there, if you're not willing to communicate or any of those like cautious type of feelings, then I think you could have those feelings. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, I highlighted that because and I don't oh, I feel really I don't feel bad talking about it because I'm very in love and I love my relationship with my husband. But for me, I don't feel like it should. I just wish that I wasn't like that with everybody and that it wasn't so hard for people to fall into relationships. So mm-hmm. like I, I highlighted that because I'm like, well, not all relationships are like that. And if you feel like this is how a relationship should be or shouldn't be, then maybe you're not ready for that step in a relationship because relationships should be easy. I mean, they're work. Of course. But they're always work. Of course. it's You know, it's two yeah. people being together like it's, mm-hmm. it's work you're you're melding personalities and yeah. egos and mm-hmm. attitudes and interests and stuff and yeah. it's it's you gotta work yeah. on it but they shouldn't just be constant combative right or like exactly and, and while they you know maddie and theo have moments where they you they know disagree bicker or they bicker a yeah. little but they aren't they aren't like attacking each other. Right. It isn't a combative relationship, and I think she was just like surprised at how easy that was. Yeah, and, yeah. it's not a talk. They don't I, have a talk I just thing. love easy relationships. Yeah, it is. And it so, is. yeah, I'm really glad that she recognized that in in herself. Yeah. That she's like, wait, this is not normal. This is kind of freaking me out. Mm-hmm. This should not be happening because this is not how it is. Well, this is how it should be. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, open yourself to it because that's what a beautiful relationship is. This is what you is. want, right. really, is mm-hmm. to be seen for who you really are mm-hmm. and not continuously putting up a front, yeah. you know, like she was pretending to be in yeah. past relationships. So. Because if you think about it, if that's not how relationships should be, obviously it's not working for you that you have, you're not in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's not something you're used to. Of course, it's not going to be what you think it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Relationships aren't always contentions and people are always fighting and stuff like that. So that means that you have found a healthy relationship and this one might actually work. Yes. So. Yeah. But instead it's scared her. <laughs> yeah. It's, which is fine. I'm not saying ignore your feelings. Don't. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I think it's okay to open yourself up to it. But even, and it's something that in the book she realizes right away as soon as they break up. Because I think that's where that quote mm-hmm. comes from. Because at mm-hmm. first she's just like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. He was an asshole. He's just the, you know, yeah. he never thought of me as anything other than a shallow party girl. And, you know, I can't believe I let myself care. But it all happened... Like, as soon as the first couple of days passed, she was like, why isn't he texting me? <laughs> yeah. Why isn't he trying to fix right. this? Like, and she got, she regretted it. And she, mm-hmm. like, she didn't, you know, they both had to, like, take their timeouts. And then it really took Alexa, like, forcing them to be honest with each other. But they got there well, eventually. And he, and he did call her and text her and tried to contact her. Just the first day, I think. Oh, I thought he'd done it. I mean, I know then he wrote that letter. But he never sent the letter. He never sent the letter. He but gave it, her in the, the way I understood it is the first day or maybe two days he called her a couple oh, times. Okay. And she was always with clients, so she didn't take them and she was still mad at him. And then he stopped reaching out. Once a couple days passed and she'd cooled, oh, okay. she was like, why isn't he? Now she's <laughs> this proves it. He doesn't love me. Right, right. It's like, well, you didn't say anything so, when you tried I mean, the both, first I mean, few times. Yeah, yeah. false. It's hard. Know. It's hard. Yeah, but it's it hard. It's so good. This book is good. It is book is good. I love the real lifeness of this. So it's just, it's such a different, obviously, different worlds. 
mm-hmm. from like fake world in real. There's no time life world. or death here. No one's about ready to get killed. There's, There's no, no like fated mate. The fate of the world <laughs> does not depend upon this relationship. I mean, I love paranormal, but it is nice to have. Like yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this was a good break. So we'll probably, you know. Uh, read a couple more in the future at random times. We're not sh- we're we can't reading promise paranormal anything. dirty books. No, we're just sh- rereading dirty books. We can read whatever the we fuck do. we want. What? what? At some point, what I think we really need it? to get you to read a historical one. I'm all for it. Let's okay. next Halloween. Next Halloween. <laughs> a year from now. Because we actually still have a lot of really good paranormal on our list oh. that we want to get to. We so. have so many. Our list yeah. is huge. Yeah. So. so Well, we kind of did our kiss and tell, we and can. that was... Uh, can flesh it out a little bit sure, more. We can. Y- y- so you, secret you relationship. Can. So our <laughs> our kids and tell for this episode obviously is keeping secret relationships within a group of friends that you guys may have. Or wait, mm-hmm. now I'm talking to seven other people that are in this room. <laughs> um, that yeah, if we've had secret relationships mm-hmm. in our circle of friends, and have you ever had one? No, no, I don't think so. Well, yeah. no. Yeah, no, I think I just, I get my, (laughs) and I did it at like such an old age and I feel so weird. (laughs) Yes, my current relationship that I tried to keep secret for like two years before I told anyone. (laughs) I really, I can't remember when I finally told Emily, but I feel like it was. It was months after you told me. It was like a full year past the actual. It it was, was I think it was, it was almost a full year because it was when we actually started posting like we'd gotten all of our podcast shit together (laughs) and was like oh my god we're actually going to get episodes up on air and we were like of course emily's gonna listen to us (laughs) you were finally like i gotta fucking tell her because she's gonna hear about on the podcast so yeah it was definitely around that time like fine emily i guess i have to tell you tell you i'm kind of seeing patrick (laughs) and she's like yeah and I'm like, okay, now we can move on. <laughs> also, I think I kind of mentioned, like, we all know. Like, she already knows. I know you want to tell her personally. Because well, it's only the right thing right, to do. I right. mean, I didn't sit down and tell Ryan because I felt that was Patrick's job to That's do. totally his job, but he also knew the first night. So. <laughs> what happens when you have sex in your friend's living room? <laughs> <laughs> Dan knew before I did because Ryan told both, or Patrick, or I don't know who told who nope. what in that boys group. But they all Ooh, knew I know. before I knew. <laughs> I'm going to ask Dan because you ask and you find I was <laughs> Emily, you have to tell us as well. I, I don't know. But oh, I no, I can't Dan. have that conversation with Emily. This is why you and I have this podcast and not Emily and any of us. Emily, I am talking directly to you as you're in your car driving to Greeley. And how fucking amazing would that be if that's actually what's happening right now in the middle of October? You have to. We will have this conversation. Put it in your phone. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, kiss and tell. Yeah. It's just me. You didn't really have one. Okay. Yay. Secret Yay. relationships. <laughs> I don't know. I can't uh, say they're good or bad. I think everything depends upon your situation and whether sure. you're, you know, sometimes, I mean, I think that's what gave Theo and Maddie the time to develop a strong relationship for themselves mm-hmm. is because they were keeping it kind of secret, but it doesn't, it's not the only way to be, but yeah by any means yeah for sure but it's fun it is well it's fun <laughs> it wa- is watching fun. you go through <laughs> i'm like, assuming it would be fun because i think that there's that extra element of like it is i got a secret it's totally knows. it's totally and then you're like totally 
cool in front of each other and like not hanging yeah. out and like i'm a good actor i'm so good at this I'm no sad. one expects anything i'm a spy look at this we're just acting normal <laughs> and not like we're sleeping together oh but don't i want your dick right now <laughs> Apparently, we're not that good, though. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was better. Uh, no. Okay. No. But how good of friends were we? Super good friends. To allow you guys well, just to like do Alexa, Just like just Alexa. Just like, I'm going to let you think you got this yep. one. You don't. I know it the whole fucking time. Fucking Alexa on the other side. I didn't know. You guys think I didn't know this whole time you guys were fucking. It was awesome. And yeah, same, same thing. Oh, so like, cool. that's what you have to do as friends is you have to let your friends get away with shit that mm-hmm. you have to be like, yeah, okay, you're not going to tell me. Fine. I'm going to yeah. pretend I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. And I, I understand that they should, you know, like Maddie was trying to protect her her feelings and mm-hmm. not trying to put Alexa in that situation but sometimes yeah things just happen that well, way well and I, I think that was Maddie's false front like yeah. she liked to say that that was why they were being yeah. secret but it was much more personal for why they were she being had a secret. lot more internal stuff happening yeah. there it was easy to say oh this is because you know how Maddie is she's gonna assume we're gonna get married and I can't I don't want to disappoint her and yeah it's like Maddie's not gonna assume that mm-hmm <laughs> You just think that, or you could say that, so you don't have to say the real reason, yeah. which is, I really like it being just us and being private and yep. cool, so. Anyway. That's pretty good. So, we have a fun fuck fact. Mm. Do, do, do. Maybe. Why is things so hard to find in your <laughs> phone? You'll never there guess what I have ready. Oh, the ratings? What? Okay, so our fun fuck fact today comes from an article that was in... Um, you thought you'd remember. I did. Are you having a say that moment? HuffPo. It was on. I was on the Huffington oh. Huffington Post website. All right, fine. You didn't have. And a this is a study, uh, a dating website study, about hookups at weddings. And it found that forty-eight percent of women and seventy-three percent of men surveyed said that they had hooked up with somebody at a wedding. And then the people who hook up the most are members of the wedding party. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. 29% of groomsmen and bridesmaids and 24% of maids of honor and best men have hooked up at weddings. Yeah, because traditionally or typically it's like the single people that are in the wedding party, right? Because you don't really, I mean, anymore, obviously, anybody it's can all, fucking it's, do it's it. It's all kinds of up in yeah. the air now, but it has traditionally, traditionally. been as like your single girlfriend uh-huh. and his single guy friends. Yep. Maybe a sister or brother, but usually they're kind of supposed to be off limits. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're too because closely they're related. They're family. You don't you fuck, don't fuck my with sister. family. <laughs> but yeah, it's all the single friends mm-hmm. and then they kind of, you know, yeah. there's love in the air. I was literally <laughs> just going to say there's love in the air and then the smell of sexiness mm-hmm. happening. And usually plenty of alcohol. You know that the bride and the groom are going to fuck tonight. They're going to fuck. That guy's gonna fuck. She <laughs> fucks. Like it's just gonna happen. Yeah. So, so I could totally see that happening. Oh, I yeah. It, it's like, and even even if the numbers aren't quite right, it is in all of our pop culture <laughs> that sure. that is what happens. There are entire movies, movies about going mm-hmm. to weddings and hooking up. There mm-hmm. are like all TV shows have at least one, especially all wrong or like sitcoms. Yeah. have at least one episode where the group goes to a wedding yep. and they all individually hook up. Yep. <laughs> like it happens all the time because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we just assume that at weddings single people get busy with other single <coughs> people. I really wish that I would have been in a like had a similar situation to that because I think that would have been fun for me to have an opportunity to any wedding that I've ever been a part of. 
as either a bridesmaid or a maid of honor, I was already married. I was never in a wedding well, as a single woman. You got married earlier. I did. <laughs> I was in my cousins, <laughs> but I was like not even 21. So, yeah. And all of, you know, she and all of her friends were older, mm-hmm. like seven years older than me. So that was not, it was just, there's so much family, like family. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then we were in Emily's mm-hmm. and, uh, I was just really, really drunk. <laughs> you totally fucking were drunk. I was so drunk. Well, that's what happens when my brother's the goddamn bartender. Yep. He gets me drunk enough at like family events. Don't give him fucking license to get give was, me alcohol. There was a point where I could not find you. I was like, where's Kalina? Where did she go? And like we went looking for you. You were really just on the other side of the bar. Yes. But sitting on the floor crying. Sitting on the floor crying. Yes. And then... Emily. Then a little kid came and like made me come back to the floor, and I was like, Amazon. "A kid is saving this." Totally, we came back, and then you and I had a hugging moment in the kitchen, which is awkward because you don't like hugs. I don't. But Kalina got a picture of it, and it's amazing. Dan flashed my underwear to the whole party while we danced. Yeah, it was so. fun. It was a fun wedding. It was. It was a really, really nice, nice wedding. So, side note. Gee, I'm not fucking wearing that dress. I don't <laughs> fucking care what you say. This is just give me that dress and let me show you what I'm gonna cut off. Oh, <laughs> cut it up into yeah. pieces. Half of that dress is gonna be gone. <laughs> Buy one dress. We will wear the three of us. Can the three of us can wear. <laughs> we'll just split it up. <laughs> three of us can wear. Also, like if you want us to be part of those, this uh, magical wedding or this. I'm quote and quoting this. There's wedding. not actually a wedding happening, guys. This is all discussion this from earlier bullshit. today. <laughs> this is for Chi because we're going to tell her we talked about her in this one. <clears throat> Just hire us as event planners. We will, we would happily do that. We'll set up all the shit for you, but uh, you can leave it up to your other. You know, you have other friends, friends and, and sisters. Yeah, they can be in your wedding. Yeah, I keep trying to get out of people's weddings. I know. <laughs> we tried to get out of Emily's. We did. <laughs> We did. I tried real hard. That did not happen. Didn't happen. She was like, "No, of course you're in it." I was like, "No, there's so many. You, you have the other people. It's fine. I'll be cool." (laughs) She fucking strong armed you. It was amazing. No one wants to let me out of fucking. You're great. This is what happens when your BFF (laughs) is amazing. You want them in your wedding. Well, luckily, I have very few friends. Good thing. (laughs) And you got to skip mine because I disguised it as a housewarming party. And I wasn't even like in the state. You weren't. So, yeah, I didn't even get to have anything to do with that one. Still a sore subject, but it's all good. Well, I think the most sore is Emily. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) as sore about it. Oh, good. What was I going to do? I'm not in the state. It's not like, right. Emily decided to go to another housewarming party. So. Or a baby shower. Oh, yeah. It was a baby shower. <laughs> she went to a baby shower instead. I know where her loyalties lie. They weren't with my They're housewarming. They were with babies. <laughs> they were with babies. Fuck. Anyway. Okay. We've gone wow, way off Wow. That was topic. way off. Sorry. Uh, rating? Yes. Rating. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think this book is, and the sex and the story and everything about it gets a nine. Yes. It's I agree. so fucking good. I just really loved it. And like was smiling the whole time. Like I said, I read it in an evening. Like, yeah. For no re- no reason to stay up to one thirty that night, and I was just like, "But it's almost done. I gotta finish it." Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I could not put it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. It gets a fuck me nine all around here. So yeah. highly recommended. Right now, I think it's only on paperback or in a book. Like, I don't know if it's on Audible, but I have also no idea. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> You're just saying. <laughs> things. I'm just saying things. Why do we I say like things? To say things. 
This is what we do, and it's never healthy. So our next book, we are going to be, actually, Queen and I have both already read this book, listened to this book many, many times. It is called The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. Is that how you say it? Yep, Aaron Morgenstern, and it is an audio book. Just sorry, guys. Oh, The Wedding Party is an audio book. Audio book. Good. We just didn't listen to it. We didn't. We read it. We physically read it. Well, we got a special copy. Just saying, we got it early. We're special. We're now Um, official. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. So, so here's why. Like, like, let's explain. So, we're reading the Night Circus because it is one of both of our most favorite books ever. Amazing. It dips its toe into being in our category. Mm -hmm. It, It is paranormal romance in the sense of there's magic involved, and it is a romantic story about two people. There's not a lot of sex. We already know that. So we're going to be fine with it. We can figure it out. I got, I've got lots to say. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason we're reading it now, it's going to, this episode for, the episode for it will come out in November. And that is the debut month for Aaron Morgenstern's second book, uh, Starless Sea. The installment, right? The second book of this series? No, it's or not a just, series. It's oh. a whole new book. It's a whole it's just, new book. It's just she's never, she hasn't, like, it's been she hasn't written 11 long, years, ooh. I want to say, yeah. since she wrote A Night Circuit, which I just, is the best book ever. I fucking love And so I'm very book. excited for A Starless yeah. Sea to come out. And so I thought it would be fun to go back, reread this, and do, it, do an episode about mm-hmm. this book, because mm-hmm. I have just a million and a half things to say about it, because I fucking love it so goddamn much. And it was, it's in, uh, well, we did the audio, we're, we, can, we have both read and listened to this, yes. and this audio, Audible is read by Jim Dale. Yes. Which, he is, he's Master my favorite. Master My fucking favorite. He's the best. He does so, so amazing. So, yeah, I'm listening to it. I'm probably going to start it again before oh, we record. Oh, I've already finished it once and I've started it a yeah. second time and I'm reading it. Yeah. I cannot get enough. I love this book. So I'm so excited to talk about it. And then, you know, that month, her and new second her book will come out and we'll be so excited. <laughs> it's going to be great. So uh, we say this about every episode where we're like, read the book with us and join us. But this one, seriously, this one almost at a different level. It's so. Like, honestly, if you haven't read why and if you refuse to read it why <laughs> it's so good <laughs> i mean it's been around for a long time mm-hmm. like it's like i said i think 11 i, I want to say 11 book. years yeah. it's not new and but it's, it's not 11 and like eight it's a masterpiece it really is it's just so uh, the night circus by aaron morgan i need i've seen like fake movie trailers about it and i really need something cinematic to come out online oh i don't want i know Ooh, you. we can have a whole conversation can, about that yeah like Yes, don't I know you be. don't want it because it usually ruins it for you. But I've got, there's just so much. She just so she she. We're gonna talk about writes, it next week. Don't listen. Sorry. <laughs> I can go on already. I know. About it. I All know, right, I'm already. stopping myself. <laughs> so, go ahead and do All your right. thing. <laughs> so, in the meantime, please reach out to us if you have any comments or questions, or you just want to say hi. We would love to hear from you. We are on all the social platforms. Well. We are on the social platforms we know and understand, <laughs> which is <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and that is Shh Dirty Books with three H's, or you can email us at shdirtybooks at gmail.com, and again, that is Shh with three H's. And you can visit us at our website, where we blog at shdirtybooks.com, um, and any platform that you would find podcasts, really. Not all of them. Some of them. Nothing we would have to pay to yeah. be on. <laughs> Google Play, 
iTunes, SoundCloud are the three main ones that we yeah, and we then know most of. podcatchers will catch us off yeah, of yeah, the SoundCloud of the, feed. So like free apps, and you stuff. know all those apps. Yeah, you yeah. should find us. So I mean, how are you listening there. to it right now? Yeah, I mean, we say this is how every single time. Now you know. But we <laughs> are going to ask if you guys could go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review. Please, that would help in, us in iTunes. We literally yeah. have two. <laughs> that, yes. So and so, if you have any kind thoughts you'd like to say. Yeah. Anything you think about, just go. I know it's hard because not all of us are iTunes or Apple product people. Mm-hmm. And it is annoying that that's the like one and only place where ratings somehow matter for podcasts. But it really fucking does. Well, they started it. Well, I know. But other places <laughs> can matter, too. <laughs> I mean, like us in SoundCloud. I'll take that. We that's like true. it. When I love getting reviews or comments in SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's good, too. Um, but, I'm you know, on, yeah. or, or on iTunes, get us on charts if. I don't know if there's yeah. charts for us to get on. <laughs> Regardless, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. So, so, well, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Well, we will see you. <laughs> we will speak I at you. I will speak <laughs> to the microphone for you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Salette. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. We'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy music and amazing introduction. <laughs>